Hello and welcome to Metal Vice, a podcast where we talk about all things music. Well, the things we care about. That's right, which is mainly metal music and live music. I'm one of your hosts, Brian, joined with your other host. Karen. Uh, Karen, what is today's topic all about? We're going to talk about the Poison the Well show here in Chicago at Cobra Lounge. Yes, this is our first show of 2024. Yes. And our first show at Cobra Lounge. Cobra Lounge. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, joining them, we had CU Space Cowboy, just the two of them. This was part of, I believe it's the um, You Come Before You uh, 20th anniversary tour for Poison the Well, their album that came out In by that title yeah. 20 years ago, 2003. Ticket prices, real quick, were $48.41. No fees, no tax listed. Um, this is because we were going to Cobra Lounge, who uses uh, Dice as sort of their ticketing distributor and sort of the app to... to distribute tickets and sell tickets through never used that app before didn't know about it until trying to buy tickets for this um this show was sold out yeah so we couldn't get tickets uh, initially and we looked on secondary markets i really didn't think i found any on the secondary markets but dice had this sort of waiting list that you can sign up for and they would notify you if somebody wanted to sell their tickets and couldn't make the show and then you had a, the opportunity to buy them. And then a few days before the show, we got a text message and an email from Dice saying, like, hey, you have 20 minutes to buy these tickets if you want them. Okay. I thought it was shorter than that, like five minutes. But. No, it was, it was about a 20-minute oh, okay. time frame for sure. Okay. But, yeah, if you didn't act on it, though, we wouldn't right. have been able to go. Right. Um, and they say that's for scalping, so people don't yeah. scalp the tickets. It's for the people, the fans who want to go to the show can go to the show. So I don't know if that $48.41 is... The original price, or if there was some sort of markup for a secondary market sort of... Like a resale type thing? Yeah, like, all yeah. right, well, we'll let you resell for a little bit of a profit, but not outrageous profits. Unless it's, they had to sell them for whatever they bought them for, but or that too, right? the yeah. fee of selling and buying or whatever, yeah. Yeah, I don't know, but it is kind of cool that this all sort of rolled into one price. Um, I know we did a whole thing on, well, I mean, even Ticketmaster announced... Uh, last year yeah. in like September or something. That they were going to go to that model? That they were going to do like no more fees and whatnot. Like the hidden fees, they're going to try to get away with those. And this wasn't. It was like it's $48 a ticket, $49 a ticket, whatever, you know, right in there. Um, that's what you pay. There's tax and fees are rolled into that. The the, the price is this. This is what you pay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is kind of nice, honestly. It's not bad, which is sort of why the ticket price is this weird $48.41 versus other shows where it's, you know, 35, 30, or 42, 50, you know, something like a more solid round number that this is all inclusive. Yeah. And we are going to do a show later this year to Cobra again. Already got tickets for that. And the price of tickets for that were also weird where it was like $24.72. Yeah. So I think it is probably all the fees, just they don't show them separate. It's just, right. This is, it's all part the of price. the ticket price. Yeah. You're going to pay what you're going to pay. No, nothing else is yeah. tacked on top, which is, again, I like that idea. I like that model. And then the resale aspect is really cool, too. That yeah. I liked how they did it because otherwise, I mean, when people resell, like, they would, some people mark them up to, like, $200 a ticket. When you, if you can, like, your system, your app system can monitor that and not allow people to do that huge markup, I think it's better. Yeah, it's almost like the app is saying, we will... You want to sell your tickets, you give them back to us, and we'll try to sell them. Yeah. Well, I'm sure it's just through the app. Like, you just say, I want to sell these. And yeah. then the app notifies whoever's on the wait list, and then they just, they do it internally to transfer the number to you. Yep. 
And you can transfer tickets as well to friends. So there's probably something under the table that you could have there done could with friends be. where it's like there could be yeah. the tickets are fifty bucks each. Just give me fifty bucks and you'll have I'll send you a ticket type thing. Yeah. Um, but there was that option to like send to a friend. So I could have sent you your ticket, but we go together and I just yeah. scan both of them. Yeah. So um, all in all, though, a cool little app. Um, a new one that we haven't ever interacted with. Yeah, so usually yeah. it's like, um, like, I don't know. <laughs> there's there's a bunch out there, but yeah, I was like, where you couldn't name them all. <laughs> no, I was trying to think of one like um, Eventbrite AXS. or yeah, Eventbrite. Like a bunch of the bars and shit will do Eventbrite yeah. for their events. Yeah. Um, this would, is just a different sort of Eventbrite type thing, I guess. I don't know. Um, but cool, nevertheless. But yeah, Cobra Lounge. We have been there before. Not for a show, but for, like, yeah. dinner and shit. Yeah. In 2021, like, when things were opening back up, we went and had lunch there. Yeah, there's a bunch of other breweries around that area. Yeah. Uh, Goose Island's, like, warehouse is not far from there. Um, so I've been there a few times. But normally just stop in. Cobra Lounge is this weird thing where I think it's El Rise is the brewery. So it's, like, a brewery, a restaurant, and a music venue all in one yeah like really sort of this weird amalgamation of things and they're like all things we like anyway so it's i don't know it's kind of cool we've seen posters for shows there in the past i think lacuna coil was there at one point i saw a poster for that uh wait at this show not at this show i've seen it there in the past Oh, okay but i think it was like a show from like 2011 or something okay okay so it's a very old poster yeah i was just because of how this night worked out. It was one extremely cold. <laughs> yeah, we it went. was. Yeah. So we didn't like spend much time like around. It's, it's basically like we got in the door and then went straight to the room or like to the venue. And I didn't even leave from there. Like, so I didn't look around the bar. I didn't look around anywhere. And I kind of wanted to, cause I know that we've been to the restaurant area. Well, when we went to the restaurant area, we sat outside. Cause like I said, it was in the twenty twenty one. Yeah, so it was 2021 when things were starting to open back up, and we, I think I wanted to use the restroom or something, but other than that, like, I didn't really, I wanted to know the flow of the building. Okay. You know, from, like, where we sat on the patio to where we were standing for the concert. Yeah, so like you said, we we got out, it's on a corner of the street, um, the door's right there on the corner as well, you scanned your ticket to get in, luckily their line wasn't that long yeah. because it was fucking freezing yeah. outside. Yeah, uh, I even think- the two minutes we stood outside was way long yeah and i think you said something like i as soon as i walked in there I was like holy fucking shit you did yeah like the guy was checking the ids and like i handed him my id and you're like holy fucking shit <laughs> and i wanted to be like that's not towards you <laughs> no it wasn't it definitely wasn't towards them it was yeah. the the temperature for sure yeah but i could see that they could have taken it as like why do I have to show my ID or, yeah. like, or like, why did it take so long to get through the four people ahead of us or something? Yeah. Right past that though is where they had the merch set set up. Uh, just a few tables looked like they had thrown those together to make like a little, uh, uh, what do you call that thing? Like a desk or a little oh, yeah. serving area where you like, I don't know what, you, what I'm trying to say. Uh, like a little tabletop or something. Yeah. Like they put tables together to make a table. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then behind them they had those shirts and shit up. Um, then they have the big bar. Next to, like, behind, yeah. not behind that. Um, as you walk in that straight ahead of you to your left is that big bar that goes a long ways. Um, they have some TVs and whatnot there, I believe. Because I went for, just for, to get a drink one day a while ago. Um, and they had, like, the old Tales from the Crypt episodes oh, okay. streaming on okay. the TV. And that was in that bar area. That was in that bar area, okay. yeah. 
And then you go through this like little door area and then there's another big bar there, more tables for restaurant seating and whatnot. And then another screen that's pulled down where they're uh, streaming uh, shows and whatnot. I think when we went in 2021, they had like cartoons. Yeah, it was like Saturday morning cartoons or something. Yeah, I think I remember that. Yeah. Um, And then your outside area is just past that. They have sort of like a a glass wall, like like inside outside room type wall that could be converted. Yeah. Um, It just snowed in Chicago, so that was covered in snow. So nobody was out there, obviously, the cold and the snow. Yeah. So. I wonder if during normal, I say normal days, but like when it's not negative 20 degree wind chill, if like that, if they have that open up and like people can go out and smoke or whatever. Oh, I would imagine so. Yeah, because for like, sure. If I remember right, there's like a gate even for like the patio. Yep. So I guess what I'm trying to say is like if you are partaking in that, like leaving or whatever, it's like that gate's there. So it's not like you're like going in and out of the venue you're still in the venue area right. yep yep exactly yeah and it almost felt like the entire restaurant aspect of cobra lounge had been shut off and oh, really? it was only for the music like if oh. you were there although i don't know that back side of people were i did hear when i was going to the bathroom once somebody said something like okay does that mean we need to close out then i think i don't oh. so i don't know if like people could come in before the show started before doors at seven or whatnot uh and get like dinner and whatnot because it is a restaurant like we said um and then eventually like all right well you're gonna have to go after this yeah do that's interesting because like when we went to beat kitchen to see um bloody wood bloody wood yes (laughs) sorry we're both having trouble with the words today um i was wondering about that too because there were people in the booths eating when we went in for that and i was like wait how do they like control this now like if you were there already having a meal and there's a show going on like is it like they they watch you and say like you can't go past this point or like i don't know i mean i'm not saying like you would know but it can't it came to my mind during bloody wood and then what you're saying here like if somebody was there having a meal at the restaurant portion but there's no like i don't want to say security but there's no like you know yeah monitoring if you Low into the concert area. Yeah, and Beat Kitchen had an actual physical door that was closed. Yes, yeah. Um, this has doors, too. If you're there for a non-show, like a non-concert and whatnot, this area is usually closed off because they have those double doors that are just, just closed. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the entire night, they were open, and you can just f- freely flow in and out. Yeah. Um, I think that... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I think that that free-flowing um, between the whole area made at least in my opinion, made it feel like it wasn't so cramped in there. Yeah, for sure. Because um, the actual area where the concert took place, the venue area, was actually pretty small. Oh, it is pretty small, yeah. Bigger than Beat Kitchen for sure, but smaller than Reggie's. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know what, like maybe 30, 40 feet wide? Oh, I don't know. I'm not good at that. But yeah, I don't know. Maybe like 30, 40 feet wide and I then mean, maybe like twice that deep yeah i guess i'm thinking oh so i remember at when we went to st andrews hall for um the metallica tributes yeah yeah in Dem- uh, detroit detroit yeah so that held about 400 people and it's probably about the same as that no you smaller. don't think so yeah you think it's for smaller sure. than st andrews yeah oh i don't think so i think it's about the same i think it's smaller let's all right we'll take a quick little break here what would you say St. Andrews was again? It was like 400 something. Four something. Okay. Yeah. This was a little smaller than with 300 people yeah. capacity. Yeah. Um, in the venue area. I don't know how many other people. Yeah, that's true. Like could have just been hanging out. Yeah. Because you could. I'm, 
I'm assuming you could hear the music out throughout the, the entire other, video. On the other side, yeah. yeah. Um, you just don't get the feel of the music. Yeah. But it was um, definitely a small, small venue. Bigger, again, than Beat Kitchen, but still a smaller, yeah. compact area. I don't know. I, just, I felt like it was about the same as St. Andrews. But but Beat Kitchen was 140-something, I think. Yeah, so yeah. it's double that size, but a little bit less than St. Andrews, yeah, I guess. Yeah. The stage itself, too, was pretty small. It was, yeah. Um, it really reminded me of the Headbanger Boat Cruise. The, um, not the atrium um, one, but the one that was like Magnums or whatever. Oh, the one that's down by the uh, cigar lounge yeah. by the casino. Yeah. It reminded yeah. me of that stage a lot where it's like just a short ceiling. And I even watched the performers like, you know, like grab up, grab up on the um, ceiling. Or what are those called? Like the, not the ceiling, but like the beams or whatever. Okay. Like the rafters and whatnot. Yeah, the rafters. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was trying to say. Don't remember if I saw that. It, it wasn't, to me, I, I get what you're saying, like in terms of like, um, uh, I don't want to say claustrophobic, but like this very small, intimate sort of, the walls are very close together. The ceiling's not super, super high. Definitely was a little bit higher than that Magnus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but you, it was all sort of compact altogether, really kind of. Yeah. I enjoyed the space. I, I did, did too, yeah. Um, it almost kind of felt like this used to be an outside area that they may have converted because oh, the brick was different between the wall we were by yeah. on stage left than the brick that was surrounding like where that door was and the other other yeah, wall. Yeah, and the cement or the floor is like that yeah. cement. I did not like the floor. Because it was just I, like poured down cement almost. Yeah, it wasn't it was, level. It wasn't level. It was it was kind of like a um, hard to get your footing sometimes because it wasn't level, but... Yeah, I don't know. Um, it was a really cool aesthetic for sure. It is, I yeah. did I yeah. did like it quite a bit. Yeah. Um, It'll be interesting when we go back to see a different type of show there that possibly won't have as many people. I don't know. Last um, I saw it wasn't sold out, but the tickets just went on sale for yeah. that. So I don't know if it will sell out. Yeah. We um, should try to stand in a different spot to get a different. Yeah. Deal. I think that is also a. So this show, and I think that one is also a. Um, Riot Fest presents show. Oh, okay. So I don't remember seeing those in the past, uh, outside of like last year maybe, um, where it was Riot Fest presents and then a band. Uh, oh. Sort of, they've been doing a lot more of those, I feel like. I don't oh, remember, I remember it from the them. past. I remember seeing them in like 2018, 2019. Oh, do you? Okay. Yeah, yeah. We, d- we probably, we just weren't really following as many things, but I remember seeing that, but it's probably because I followed Riot Fest on Facebook, so maybe. I probably okay. saw those ads, yeah. Um. But I'm seeing a lot more of them now, which is really cool. I think a lot of them are selling out also, which yeah. is great. Yeah. Um, Cobra Lounge is also a, I don't want to say a big sponsor, but they they are a part of Riot Fest in terms of one of the bars I think is named after. I think so, yeah. Cobra Lounge, just like Bottom Lounge has one of the bar sections. I was going to say they had the stage names, but the stages aren't that. They're like the Riot, the yeah. Rays, yeah. and yeah. stuff like that. I think like the that. bars are, or like the bar stands are the yep. names, yeah. So... That was kind of cool. You you kind of know what kind of music to expect if it's a Riot Fest presents. Yeah, which it's is a little bit different than yeah metal. Well, sometimes like this was I would definitely call this music metal, punk and metal, punk metal. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think hardcore. Is yeah, the yeah the first genre. Band, the first band was hardcore um, punk, and then Poison the Well I think is like metal, but punk aspects. Some, yeah, definitely yeah. some punk aspects. Yeah. Um, but all in all, the venue. Kind of a cool little spot. Um, I can't believe it's been so long, or 
we've been here for so long and we haven't went to Cobra Lounge. Yeah, it's kind of like the Reggie's when we went last year yeah. for the first time. I was like, I can't believe we haven't been to Reggie's yet. Yeah. Um, I, I think know. we've got a few shows also this year at uh, Bottom Lounge. Yes. I've been there a couple times. Yeah. You've never been there. Yep. So yep. Um, it'll be interesting to see what you think of that comparing. Because, I mean, I think of Reggie's um, Bottom Lounge and Cobra Lounge all in sort of the same vein in terms of music style and um, venue aesthetics and whatnot. What do you mean music style, though? What you can expect to see there. Um, oh. You're going to get some punky stuff. You're going to get some EDM stuff. You're going to get some... Okay. You're not going to get your mainstream stuff that you'd see at, like, like House bands. of Blues yeah. and stuff like that. This yeah. is going to be the smaller bands that um, aren't going to have... aren't That can't sell out those particular yeah. venues. Yeah. I get what you're saying now. Yeah. yeah. So... Um, and again, they're all sort of Riot Fest uh, sponsors are a big part of Riot Fest, at least when I think of Riot Fest. So knowing what kind of music's at Riot Fest, I can expect to see that style of music at those venues as well. Yeah. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see when you get there to compare that against the other two. The Bottom Lounge. The Bottom Lounge, yeah. 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 Um, before we get into the actual music, anything else you wanted to say about, about the venue? I really have... No thoughts of it because I didn't move very much. I literally walked in and stood. But I mean, outside of that, like even um, looking back the last times we went for food and stuff, any thoughts that you... Oh, I just remember that one time I was sitting outside okay. on the patio. I, did I go more than that? Because that's the only time I ever remember being there. That might be the only time you've, yeah. you've been there, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I enjoyed it. and I mean, we were like the only people there, and so it was kind of interesting. But like I said, it was... 2021 when things weren't really open yeah all right so i guess getting into the music then um we started with cu space cowboy um all one word uh why don't you start us off with the set list that they had sure they started with life as a soap opera plot 26 years running misinterpreted constellations melodrama between two entirely bored individuals the end to a brief moment of lasting intimacy Disdain coupled with a wide smile. I am a transcontinental railroad. Please run a train on me. Armed with their teeth. Self-help specialist end zone life. Rhythm and rapture. And then the next song is on the set list. It was listed as 30, but on set list FM, it's unknown. So we're not quite sure what that song is. <laughs> uh, followed by Chewing the Scenery. Late December, and then they ended with nine one one call. Help! I've overdosed on philosophy. All the names are very long. All the names are very <laughs> long. Uh, I kind of like it. Yeah, we saw a band last year that had really really long names, and we were like, I can't remember who that was oh, either. I can't either. But it was like it was so much fun to like read the names of their songs. I want to say it was Glory Hammer, possibly. Possibly. But it was like this long novel of a. Yeah. Where I'm like, like the song names are just this long novel. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I remember having that conversation. I was like, well, you could name this song like almost the same thing. Just cut out some words. So, like you don't need a full sentence for a song name. Yeah, but, like I mean, 911 call help. I've been overdosed with on philosophy. Just be overdosed on philosophy. Yeah. Um, So you could definitely shorten these down but at the same time. Like why? Yeah, it's kind of fun. I <laughs> yeah, like it. Yeah. What, what's the point to do that? Um. A band I had no idea anything about going no, into it. Never. I've never heard of them. Never known anything about them. 
Yeah, and again, this was such a small venue. We were standing over on stage left, and the band walks right by us yeah. to get yeah. on stage. I didn't even know they were in the band, just a bunch of people walking straight yeah. up. Yeah, I saw that. I saw them go by, and I just assumed they were probably in the band because I'm like, why would like four or five people be walking together? Yeah. Like through the crowd like that. So, um, But that was kind of cool. Get up on stage and start playing. Um, good energy, good vibe. I liked it a lot. Um, I liked the sound a lot. There were moments where when the lead singer wasn't singing and you had your other backup singer, I will say like the bass would sing a lot. Yeah. Um, that, that bit sounded a little emo-y to me at times. Oh, okay. Uh, wasn't the biggest fan of that. I'm not really a big fan of sort of like the emo sound yeah. or anything. And I don't know. It, it felt, the vocals felt very emo to me. Oh, okay. Um, Maybe I like emo because I liked that. And then when the lead singer came on and and screamed, I liked that that more than the emo bits. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was a good mix though on um, between how they both their both vo- uh, their vocal sound together like was interesting with the songs. Yeah, it was. I did like that. I'm just saying like the little emo bits. Yeah, yeah. That, I understand what you're saying. Like, but yeah. I did I did think I agree with you. It did feel very well put together in terms of a musical composition and whatnot. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I liked it a lot. The ener- Like I said, the energy in the crowd was good. Their energy on stage was good. It was a small stage, but they all fucking bounced around yeah. and moved a lot. And they used every inch of that stage and put on a fucking phenomenal performance yeah. for sure. I was going to look. Um, so the lead vocalist had a broken arm or yeah. something. Yeah. Uh, so they performed the entire show with a sling. Um, and obvi- I mean, I think a cast and stuff like you can kind of see it through the sling. But uh, I kind of wanted to look at their Instagram or something and see if they had anything listed as to what happened or when it happened or whatever, but I forgot. So I quickly skimmed through, I think, last night after the show um, and just and didn't see anything, didn't but see also anything. didn't really look super yeah. deep. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. I was just, at first when I saw them come on stage in, like, a sling, I was like, I hope they're not a guitar player or something. <laughs> that would be interesting. But... Did you uh, also notice the photographer yes. jumping around? Yes, I was going to say that. So in the first song, did you notice that the photographer sang? Yeah, I was going to bring that up too. I was like, that is so interesting. And I was really curious. Like, I also don't know Poison the Well. Never seen yeah. that. So I wasn't sure if this was sort of like a Randy type thing where oh, Randy yeah. also films, like shoots photography yeah, and whatnot. Yeah. If this was somebody in Poison the Well who also is really big into photography and just like, I'm going to do some photos. Yeah. And then do a guest vocal aspect. They weren't in Poison the Well. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I found that out later on. But then, yeah, it was kind of weird that your photographer is also doing a singing, like a vocal bit. A vocal part, yeah. Um, I don't understand what that relationship is. There's clearly a relationship there with the band to jump on stage and sing this bit. Yeah. Um, but I did notice that and thought that was a little weird, but also kind of cool. yeah. I mean, when it happened during the first song, I was like, oh, maybe this will be like just a reoccurring. Or was it the first song or the second song? It was at the beginning. I don't know if it was necessarily yeah. the first song or the second, but no, it was I'm definitely close to the beginning. Yeah. Um, but anyways, I thought maybe it'd be more of a reoccurring thing, but just that one song. Yep. Just the one song, the one little bit. Uh, and then just popping around stage, taking photos. Um, notice it every now and then because you get the flash. Yeah. 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 Um, and I don't remember that from other photographers. Cause I, I mean, a lot of bands have photographers on the stage or like the venue has photographers on the stage. I just don't remember the flash during those. So yeah, I'm like, I don't is that honestly something that think was either. Just this one person. Maybe. Using the flash. <laughs> but. 
otherwise, I don't know what else to say. Uh, this is definitely a band I want to check out again. I do too. Yeah, it's made me think a lot about the musical style of more punk because we saw Wargasm last year like three times, I think, right? Or four times? Three times. Um, and I didn't necessarily care for the punk aspect of their band. But listening to this, I enjoyed this a lot more and they're considered hardcore punk. So I'm like, what is it about? Like, cause I was like, I, re- I really don't like punk and I don't want to really check out very many punk bands cause I don't like it. But I was going off of what or- Orgasm had. So now seeing them, I'm like, maybe we should check out more punk bands cause I kind of like it. Yeah, I'm kind of in that same boat where I am not the biggest fan of punk also. Um, even listening to Wargasm, we added them to this playlist uh, last year. And another thing to bring up is first show of 2024, CU Space Cowboys and Poison the Well, the first two bands yeah. on our playlist yep. this year, which uh, looking at the last two years, who are our first bands? So in 2023, our first three bands were Exodus, Black Label Society, and Anthrax for that first show. Yep. And then 2022, when we started doing this, we had Avatar. Um, and I think that was our first show of the year, right? Because we went back and added it, added Avatar to it. Avatar was the first show of that year. Yeah. Um, we didn't like the openers. So we didn't add them. I can't remember who they were at this point. Yeah, I don't um, remember. We kind of stopped doing that. Well, that was 68, right? At no, that was not that one. Not that show? Oh, okay. Uh, then we had also that year, the second band is Volbeat followed by Ghost um, on that playlist. Yeah. We were also a lot more, <laughs> so we've, the playlist is... When we see a live show, we get their set list from Setlist FM or if they post it on like social yeah. media or something. Or if we're lucky enough to get a set list or get a photo of somebody with the set list, we can then add it on. Yeah. But it's the set list we heard at that particular show. If we see them again later in the year, we're only add net new songs. We're not going to add those songs, like duplicate songs. Um, and only bands or sets we liked. So when we first started this in 2022... Um, we were very picky. If we didn't we like were, your yes. set, we're not throwing you on there. Yeah. Like, even if we didn't like one part of it, we're like, uh, no. 2023 rolls around. We started out a little picky like that as well, but then we're like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's start throwing yeah. more stuff on there. I think there's only a couple of bands in 2023 that we didn't add. I think so. Um, and then 2024, we'll see what happens with this year's set list, but I'm I'm assuming we're going to add almost everything I to think it. so, yeah. I, I love across, I mean, we're in our third year of, doing these set lists now, but like, I love how our musical tastes have changed and even just our openness to new music has changed. It's, it's really fun to see that, that evolving over the time. Yeah. And like I said, we getting back to what I was saying before diving into the set lists, um, Wargasm was a band. We added to the set list. You weren't a fan of it. I was. So I was like, fuck it. We'll add it this year again. If, if we ran into that current this year, it'd probably be, let's just throw them on the set yeah. list and listen. Um, I've listened to their music on Spotify on this, when it spins up on the, you know, shuffles up, I'll listen to it. I'll just search it every now and then and listen to Wargasm. I'm not the biggest fan of their music on Spotify. Their music, their live performance, their live show. I love so much. Oh, okay. So I agree where the punk aspect of things, I'm not the biggest fan of punk music itself. I'm possibly diving more into that and exploring that a little bit more. But from a recorded standpoint, not the biggest fan. Expect, But live, I really like the live yeah. performances. And same thing here. Added CU Space Cowboy to the playlist. Um, 
we'll listen to it and see. Yeah, it'll be interesting how it see. comes across. Yeah, yeah. I think you really need the musical or the energy of the stage and everything to get the full picture and not just listen to it on exactly Spotify. right. Yeah. Um. So this could be one of those where I don't like listening to it on Spotify, but I'd love to see them again because of the the stage performance and the crowd interaction. Yeah. Not the crowd interaction. There really wasn't much, if any. No, there was really. a little bit, yeah. Uh, yeah, a little bit here and there. Uh, but. but the crowd energy interacting with the band and sort of that cyclical thing we've talked about in the yeah. past of like feeding off of each other um, is really, really cool. And I, I don't know, I had a blast watching watching these guys yeah. play. Yeah, I would agree. Um, so transition to Poison the Well. Yeah, Poison the Well. I did listen to them on Spotify. <laughs> you did, yes. Um, <laughs> so you got these tickets on like Tuesday or Wednesday this week. Right? Yeah, so like, like that. three days before the show. Yeah. And as soon as you said that you got tickets, I was like, okay, I'm going to look them up because I'm kind of going back and forth where I really like seeing a band for the first time and not knowing their music to get a good impression, or, you know, the first impression. I shouldn't say good impression. The first impression that way. Um, but this time I was like, oh, let me listen to them a little bit because they are going to be on Headbanger Boat this year as well. And I was like, oh, let me just listen to them a little bit. I listened to like four songs and I was like, I don't like this. <laughs> and I, on Spotify, it was like only one of the songs that they played last night was one of them that I listened to. But on Spotify, it's just so much slower and more like clean melodic vocals and stuff. And I was just like, I don't like this. And maybe their later albums are more that way. And that's why it came across that way. But the show was totally different. So I think I'm. Back yeah. to I don't want to check out music before I go like seeing them. I'm I'm definitely on I, I'm torn with that as well. I I'm still on the the I'm still in the boat of if I don't know who the band is and I'm going to see them live, I would prefer the live experience yeah. to be my first um exposure to the band and not yeah. the recorded experience. Yeah. Um but I also don't like if I knew the music going in, it would enhance the live yeah, experience, right? Yeah, because from what you just said there, that's kind of where I'm thinking. Because like seeing everybody last night who knows their music and was like singing and yeah, like I mean, even there's one I don't even know what song it is, but there's one song where it like starts out so melodic and then it just drops and everybody was ready and like the pit was just going and stuff and I was like, that's where. I like seeing bands where I know their music. Yeah. So it's kind of like a toss-up of like, yeah, what do the you do? same way too. Like I, I don't know what to do, but I'm still, I think, firmly on the side of I'd rather see it live. See the it first live time. first. Well, I mean, now we have it on the playlist and we can listen to it for the boat and like and check out more of their music. Yeah. Because yeah. they put on a fucking awesome show. It was yes. another great fucking show. Yes. Um, I was a little hesitant going into it based on your coming out being like i know i didn't like it it's not that good um, yeah and i was like oh fuck all right well this is gonna suck yeah uh, I but then the it started thing. and it's like oh wait no this is awesome i don't know yeah. what karen's problem I is <laughs> i think it's just the songs that came up on spotify to listen to um because i didn't like search out their album or anything i just played what was on spotify um but i was the same way where i'm like oh, i don't like this on spotify we're gonna see him this weekend and then we're gonna have to see him again on the boat like uh you know but I, I really wish I wouldn't have checked him out and just had this be my first thought. I mean, I'm super excited to see him on the boat. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to picture, like, what stages are going to be on and, like, you know, what are they going to play? Are they going to play this again because it's their 20th anniversary of 
well, I mean, it's 21st year anniversary, I guess now, but like. Yeah. So, all right, let's talk about that then real quick. It was the 20th anniversary tour for the You Come Before You album. And I think I saw when I was putting them on our spreadsheet that we have for our music that we're tracking, you know, who we're seeing, where we're seeing, and like how much the tickets are. Uh, I was trying to find the name of the tour and I saw that was like, oh, they're going to play the album in its entirety, Um, which I have thoughts on that as well. Um, especially if I know the album, I don't like it because yeah. it sort of like structures how the concert's going to go. And yeah, all right, you're going to play the album and you might play one or two more songs. You might not. And then it's just over. It's over. Yeah. Uh, so that's not kind of, I don't, I don't enjoy that. And sometimes I'll play in order. Um, was like, this in order? So this was not even the entire album. Oh, they really? played 12 tracks, which I think is what the album has on it as well. Yeah. 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 That's interesting. Okay. Um, but it wasn't the entire album. Okay. It was a quick fucking concert. Oh, yeah. 40 minutes or so. Yes. So, uh, CU Space Cowboy played for about 40 minutes. And then they went on at 9.07. Even though I think the thing at the door said 9.15. Yeah, but yeah. they went on at 9.07. And they were done by 10 o'clock. Yeah. It was kind of funny because they had like a little um, showtime out above the bar where it was 8 to 8.45 was CU Space Cowboy 915 yeah. to end. End, yeah. Was yeah. Uh, Poison the Well, which is kind of cool. And in my mind, I'm like, okay, they start at 915. They'll play until probably 11 o'clock. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. 1030-ish, 1040. Well, maybe at 1030, then they do the whole, like, let's introduce the band, yeah. and then let's play a couple more songs, and then it's over at 11. Okay, cool. Yeah, it kind of just ended, yeah. and we kind of both look at each other like, yeah. It's not over, is it? And then like, the house lights come on and like, oh no, it is over. Yeah, they played the last song and then they're like, Thank you. And then they started like tearing stuff down and like We didn't even get into the set list yet. Okay, let's do uh, let's, let's do that real okay. quick. Yeah. So they started with Zombies Are Good for Your Health, Rings from Corona, Ghost Chance, Baccia, Crystal Lake, Slice Paper Wrists, Loved Ones, Excerpts from Speeches of How Great You Were. And will never be again. Horns and tails, artist rendering of me, for a bandaged iris. Apathy is a cold body, and they ended with nerdy. So yeah, super quick set list. Twelve songs again, the same, essentially number of tracks and length of yeah. You come before you yeah, because I think right after they got done, like when the lights were on and everything, and I looked up the album and it was like forty three minutes long, and I'm like, yeah, that's. Probably the whole album. Like, it's probably over. Yeah. Um, they also played the night before in Chicago at Metro. Yes. At the Metro, which is yes. also a sold-out show. Yes. Did they play the same? They did, did not. So oh, interesting. Metro has a longer set with an additional six songs. Interesting. And they did play the entire album in its entirety at the Metro. Ah. So this was kind of just... So this was the second show that was added on metro was announced first was it announced first or were, I, they, were they both sort of like always going to be there was it like we sold metro out so quick let's do another one i think metro was announced first and then they added sh- this one added cobra lounge but S- maybe not see i could see that happening for sure that's yeah. happened a few times spirit box did it um yeah. last year there's been a few other bands that have sold out their first night here in chicago and then like all right let's yeah. tack on a second night or they do it in many ci- i mean some cities bands play three or four nights yeah, uh, LA is a good example of yeah, that. I know. Yeah, and I mean, but 
often I see that they play the same songs. Yeah. Like the same set list over and over and over. So I do have to say, though, for there was a handful of people that were at Metro and Cobra Lounge. Because it was a call out, like how many people were with us last night. And there was a good number of yeah, people who were, yeah. went to both shows. So it is kind of cool for them to have a different experience of the night. Yeah, I mean, it is. But at the same time, I kind of feel gypped a little bit in terms of $43 for a smaller set. Yeah. Um. But how much was the Metro tickets? I don't know. Like, yeah. we, those see? sold out, so <laughs> see? you'd have to buy those on the secondary. I, I never looked to see what those yeah. would cost. Um, I don't know. I, I did feel like this set was very short. It was very short. Um, yes. I wish it would have been a little longer. If it was the same set list, or you know, same set as it was the night before at the Metro, the same 18 songs in the same order, um, I, I'm kind of torn on that because I agree with you. For the people who go to both shows, it's kind of cool to – have a unique experience. And that's sort of what Metallica is trying to do, right? With their, their M72 tour of two shows in the same city, each one having a different set because their oh, catalog right, so deep. Right. Um, the thing is though, even this set at Cobra Lounge and the one the night before at the Metro, there's a lot of overlap yeah. across both of those set lists. If not everything on one night was on the other night. I didn't check that far out. Um, kind of looks like it. Like, they just cut songs from Culver Lounge that they played at the Metro. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Which, I don't know. I mean, I don't know where they're at. We're recording this on Sunday, the day after the show. I don't know if they're at another city and wanted to get yeah. out and, you know, quickly. I, yeah, I don't know if that's why or if Cobra had, like, different rules or, like... Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. Like, I just know that there's some neighborhoods who have rules of, like, oh, you can only have so many late-night events or something like that. Wrigley does for sure. I don't know if there's other neighborhoods that do that also, especially like outdoor venues for sure. But like inside, this is inside. You have no neighbors. Well, yeah. I'm just thinking like we've been to shows at Riviera and Aragon. And I always wondered if that's a neighborhood thing too, where sometimes it starts at like five o'clock and you're done by 930. Yeah. My, my thought on that is school nights and they want to get the kids, the children back to bed so they can get to school. I don't think they care. Uh, (laughs) But there have been those shows at those venues too. Um, each neighborhood time, so I did learn that each neighborhood has their own rules and laws to some extent or, yeah. or not neighborhood but what's it called like a, a ward each ward yeah yeah with your aldermen's and whatnot yeah. Yeah. yeah anyway Chicago politics don't really know um, yeah I don't know much about it either not sure what the re- reason or rationale was for such the short such a short set um, but that was like only negative all night was how short the set was yeah that yeah. and the cold but nobody can control that so Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway. The bands um, can. The bands can only play on warm days. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, the vibe from the crowd uh, really filled in for Poison the Well. Uh, the floor for the pit was massive for yeah. CU Space Cowboy. It got pretty consolidated um, for Poison the Well. There was still a pit for sure. Yeah, I thought it opened back up to pretty massive. It, at, From times, what I could see, yeah. at times it did for sure, but it wasn't yeah. like the way the night started for CU Space Cowboys was this giant circle was just there and, yeah. s- and stayed there. For uh, Poison the Well, it was more condensed and at times it would open back up, but there were more people in there moshing. It was, it would consolidate down and whatnot. Really kind of fun to watch. Yeah. Um, also, people would run up on stage oh, right. and jump off of stage. I have never seen stage diving at a show, like live at a show. I've seen like on videos and stuff from yeah. like the 90s and things, but 
I've never seen from. And maybe it's just like a, a hardcore yeah. thing that you do during hardcore shows. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure what I feel about that and how I like it. Um, I I don't know. Just the smaller venues for sure. It. <sighs> yeah. Uh, so I'm reading Randy Bly's book from when he went to what's it called? Darkest Days. His Darkest Days memoir. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm reading that, and that's how the show in the Czech Republic in 2010 was. People just j- running up on stage and jumping off. Diving off, yeah. Yeah. Or 2012. I don't know. Yeah, I haven't read the book yet. I'm going to read it when you're yeah, done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyways, so that's how the show was where, unfortunately, a fan died. Yeah. And that's what the whole book's about. But. I think I mean, we were at a show. I think it was a Lamb of God Megadeth show in Peoria. And there was like a fan saying, all right, when, I think it was Megadeth. Like, when they start, we're going to jump the fence and get on stage. And I'm thinking in my head, like. You're fucking stupid. Yeah. Do not rush yeah. the stage. Don't fucking go on stage. Don't fucking do that. It's not funny. It's not a joke. Like, yeah. stay the fuck off the goddamn stage. This is a little different, I guess. I don't. Yeah. This was one. Of, I mean, this was one, a venue that doesn't have a rail. Yeah. Like the rail is the stage. So that's really cool. We've been to a, a quite a few venues now. Um, well, not quite a few. Handful, handful of, yeah. of venues that are like this. I like it. I like the aspect of being, uh, you no, know. Yeah, you're super close to the band. Yeah. And the cool thing was the people who were doing that, they're not like getting up there and high-fiving and like patting right, everybody on, right. on the back and whatnot. Like, oh my God, I'm with the band. It's, there's steps to the stage. I run over to the steps, get up, run from those steps to the edge and then jump into the crowd. Yeah. Don't talk to the band. Don't wave at the band. Don't do shit with yeah. the band. Just yeah. boom, boom on. There was one person that ran behind the guitar player and I was like, Oh my gosh, if you would have tripped. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I don't know. I don't know if I saw that, but there was one time also I saw somebody jump from the stage into the crowd and then get pushed back up onto the oh, stage. I saw that, got yeah. pushed over like by the yeah. guitar, pushed yeah. back on the stage and they had to run around the guitar to get out of their way and then jump back maybe in. That, maybe I saw the second half of that. So, but yeah. anyways. Um, I don't know. It was really... It was fun. It was fun to watch. It was fun. I just... I don't know what I think about yeah. running on stage yeah. and jumping off. Like, yeah. I... I say stay off the fucking stage. I would agree with you there. Um, but, again, it's a hardcore show. We've never really been to hardcore shows. Yeah. So maybe that's just common and that's what you do and it's expected. I know at um, Riot Fest there's a whole thing with a hardcore band that was there where they're like, get up on fucking stage. Oh, really? Like They, they called out for yeah. the fans to get on stage. And, like, security was like, oh, my God, I don't know the fuck to do. And <laughs> well, because yeah, as security, you're told. Don't get on. Don't let, don't let anybody on the stage. Yeah. And now the band's saying, get get up on the fucking stage. Yeah, like, that's another point, too. We were at, a uh, again, a Lamb of God um, Disturbed show in Milwaukee. Oh, yeah. And there was a security, like, the head of security training a new kid. Being like, I don't want you looking at the band. You're looking forward into the crowd. If you see something, raise a hand. Let us all know. If you need help, let us know. We're all here to help each other. But the number one rule is nobody gets on my fucking stage. Yeah. If you they start going toward the stage, you fucking take them down. Yeah. They're not getting on my stage. Yeah. And I, I guess I can just go back to like Dimebag. And it's like, yeah, don't get on the fucking stage. Yeah. I, I don't know. That's, that was. Yeah. That whole thing with Lamb of God and Disturbed, I, I took that as. These people are fucking wild. They're going to get try uh, to get on the stage. Like, I just, I felt like it was, like, against the fans. Cause, but then again, I'd never been at, to a show where somebody had been on the stage. So I'm like, who the fuck do you think we are? Like, we're not going to charge the stage. Yeah, I definitely didn't take it that way. I, I took did, it more as, but yeah. like, 
the stage is off limits. Yeah, yeah. No but one gets on. Every band is like, well, every show. So minus this one, every show we've been to, if even if you're surf, crowd surfing or you know whatever, as soon as you get done, like I'm saying, get done. But like when they help you down, you get over the rail. Oh, you get over the rail. Yeah, there's walkway. like that little walkway, and then you not all the time get like escorted, but pretty much like they're like watching you leave. You leave like, this way. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it, it's like they prevent people from getting on the stage. So it's just something we haven't seen. Yeah. We haven't went or, you know witnessed something like this. And again, it could just be normal. And yeah. I'm, not, I'm not saying it was bad or anything. It was just sort of like, oh, what the fuck? Yeah. I, I've never experienced this. Yeah. And again, though, I was super, it was super cool to see the people who were doing it of just being like, not interfering with the band yeah, or yeah. not trying to like get yeah. their attention. It was simply, I'm going to go have some fun. Yeah. And the band's here. They're not, get, they're not saying shit about it. Like, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. And the crowd surfing was fun because like they were going up. Cause like you're saying, like they were jumping off the stage onto the crowd. And then it's like, they were being crowd surfed backwards yep, yep. <laughs> instead of like towards the stage. It was really fun. I don't know. I, I enjoyed watching the crowd more than watching the band. I think the crowd was fucking awesome. Um, which again, we talked about that with CU Space Cowboys and just in general of the crowd feeds off the band, the band feeds off the crowd. It was definitely that energy going on yeah. all night long. And the, it, the crowd was fucking phenomenal. No chitter chatter at all. Oh, I heard a lot. Oh, I didn't hear yeah, it. I didn't. I didn't hear much at I all. Think I, think, any. I don't know. I need to like, maybe I just need to wear earplugs and then I won't hear it. I guess I, don't, I didn't hear the chitter yeah, chatter like I we heard. always do. I mean, definitely in between the bands and shit. Yeah. But like, yeah. No, otherwise like there, there was, was the singing like you were talking about. Yeah, there was uh, two guys in front of me that were like screaming at each other during the entire first band, but. I don't remember that at okay. all. So <laughs> don't I don't know, know what, what you're yeah, talking about. Yeah. Um, but from other shows we've been to. Oh, yeah, so much, yeah. Um, the f- crowd was awesome. The, the music was awesome. The venue yeah. was awesome. Yeah, all in all, uh, super awesome time. Two new bands that I really like. Um, yeah. we'll s- I'll listen to them again on Spotify to see what I think. Yeah, I, th- I think now like hear them on spotify you can picture them performing or yeah. you know like the crowd aspect and everything and it gives it a different feel or vibe but we'll see if this is a, a similar thing for me like uh wargasm was where i prefer the live yeah. show better yeah. than the recorded yeah um the thing with wargasm is the 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 recording just doesn't give off the same energy to me right right it's kind yeah. of not flat but it falls a little flat compared to yeah seeing them live yeah and well that's, i'm afraid that's what's going to happen here yeah so that's kind of my thought when i listened to them on like wednesday or whatever on spotify i was just like i don't like this i don't know like that it is just kind of flat and kind of melodic singing on top of music you know like but hearing it it just has so much more depth and everything yeah. so Seeing it, you mean? Yeah, seeing it. Sorry. Is that what I said? You said hearing it. Oh, no, seeing it. Sorry. Yeah, seeing it live. Yeah. <laughs> hearing yeah. it live, maybe. I don't know. One of the two. Hearing and seeing it live. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, whatever. The live Sorry. experience. No, it's all yeah. good. Sorry, uh, <laughs> I said the wrong word. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I'm i excited to see it again. And like you said, we're going to see Poison the Well again uh, on the boat later this year. Yep. Um, yep. That's going to be a lot of fun to see. Yeah. Because um, yeah. those, those shows are just so much I don't say they're more fun, but there's just a different vibe and energy oh, yeah. to it. Yeah. So seeing seeing it in that sort of atmosphere is going to be entertaining. Yeah, it'll be very interesting. Yeah. It'll be fun to watch uh, just this next year on the boat, like also just seeing people walk around in the crowd. Like, I mean, we the entire band walked through the crowd to get yeah, to yeah. the stage and stuff. And even the, the guy standing in front of me was like, 
uh, when the lead vocalist went through, uh, he was like, oh, yeah, you need to be on the stage. <laughs> like, And I was just like, oh, that must be somebody in the band because I don't know who that is. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, anyway, uh, good start to 2024. More yeah. live music coming yeah. down the down the road for us and hopefully more live music for you too. Um, yep. So, yeah, go check out some live music. Yep. Bye.